Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's Blitz webinar, uh, Generating Your Own Leads, Web Forms, Many Uses. Quick housekeeping tip, uh, anyone in the webinar who's having trouble with the visuals, try opening your meeting in a Firefox or Google Chrome browser, as those tend to like the screen share a little better. Uh, if you signed up because you were looking for a standard Blitz webinar, use the link in chat. I'm sending that right now uh, to sign up for that standard training. You can also find a video version of that training on our Blitz, uh, on your Blitz account under your name at the top right of any Blitz page. And um, the best part about the video tutorial is you can pause and rewind if you need to, and you don't have to schedule that. The webinar ones, you still have to go at a specific time. Um, I'm going to repeat my support recommendation again. If you're having trouble with the video feed here today, uh, try opening that meeting link in a Firefox or Chrome browser, as those tend to uh, work just a little more reliably with the screen share system. Um, specifically, GoToMeeting doesn't like uh, Internet Explorer very much. If you're new to Blitz, Blitz is a web-based sales follow-up and CRM platform you can use to manage leads, improve sales tracking, build better relationships with customers, manage your hiring process, and automate any of those processes I just listed. If you want to look deeper into the platform itself, you are invited to check us out at nowblitz.com. Uh, this webinar is set as a presentation, so while you can hear me, everyone else on the call is muted. Uh, if you have questions while we go through the content, feel free to type them into the questions section on the GoToWebinar presentation, um, and I'll address them either during the show or at the end. Uh, depending on kind of what relevance is going on there. Sometimes my ADD can take over when questions start kicking in. So uh, be good to me if you can. I, I appreciate that. So that's enough about the feed. Let's get into the webinar. My name is Alex Eating, and I am a customer service rep. I'm sorry, customer success rep at Blitz. I also uh, build and narrate most of our tutorial videos on the help desk. So if you've seen any of those, that's why you recognize my voice. Uh, today's presentation is titled Generating Your Own Leads, Web Forms, Many Uses. The goal of today's webinar is to show a quick illustration of how to use the web form to automatically collect referrals. Um, that's our main goal. We're going to do a little tour of the referral process and the web form itself in general, but our main focus is going to be referrals uh, today. The form can be used to collect just about any kind of lead information you want, but uh, as I said today, we're kind of focusing on the referral angle. So here's a quick breakdown of what we're going to look at today for the web form. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, what what is it? What does it do? We're going to talk about some examples of how you can uh, update the look of the web form, which is a fairly new um, uh, new feature on the system. We've added some functionality to it within the last several months. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about how to share the form with the audience you are trying to target. We'll talk about ways to use the form, um, uh, different kind of approaches on how to get uh, people to the form and how to get it filled out and get it so that people are submitting it for you. And then we're going to do a little mini tutorial where we're going to build 
um, a small web form. Uh, I'll, well, I'll build one quickly uh, on the screen, and you can kind of see what the click-by-click -click process is on that one. Uh, but it'll go quick because web forms are really simple, and now um, with the new interface, uh, they're even easier to build and set up. Uh, we'll also touch on some best practices by the end and some next steps as well. So what is a web form for? Um, there's a lot of different applications you can use this thing for, uh, but generally what a web form does is it collects information for you. I'll show you what one looks like in just a minute, but um, the general idea is that the web form is designed so that you can have kind of a page on the internet to provide someone you want information from a way to get you that information. It's going to be a little set of entry boxes that they can then fill out. And when they submit it, that information they submit pops into your Blitz account as a lead. It shows up automatically and you can set it to assign to people. You can set it to assign to specific people. You can set it in a bunch of different ways, but we always encourage making sure it is set to assign to somebody when the leads come in so that way you can react uh, in a timely manner. It's a small and simple tool, but you can apply it to a bunch of different things. Um, honestly, getting the web form in front of people is only limited by uh, your uh, imagination and, and how outside the box you want to go with this thing. Let's look at some web form examples. Um, I've got the thing I wanted to focus on was the custom look update that we've had is there is now a styles option where you can create the web form in a bunch of different uh, visual styles. So while it used to be just a white box with black text, like in the upper left there, you have some opportunity to kind of just at least adjust the color scheme on what's going on uh, for the system. So you have an idea of what, um, you know, kind of branding adjustments that you might want to do. You can bring the forms in line with your, um, if you have business colors that are associated with your, uh, with your specific business, that is uh, something visually you can adjust now. Um, let's talk about sharing uh, the web form with your audience. Now there's a bunch of different ways to make this happen. Where um, we have kind of three approaches we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna have some passive, some active and some actively passive approaches here. The passive version is uh, what I would call the breadcrumbs option, which is you can embed the form in your website. You can uh, email people via your signature and have a little um, email signature link in there that has a specific text about like, oh, uh, our highest form of compliment is the referral. You've, you've heard it before. Um, those kind of things where you can just tuck that gently into your e-signature. So every time you send an email, uh, a potential, um, there's a potential for whoever reads that to fill out that form and submit some more information your way. Uh, there's, of course, the social media option where you can post things on um, as contact request forms on your social media sites, you know, on Facebook, on Twitter, whatever it is that you're running your business, uh, you know, you give people an opportunity to say, hey, want to talk to us about something, want to quote, want to whatever uh, kind of contact opportunity, submit your information here and we will get in touch with you. We'd love to talk to you about this, that, or the other thing. And we've also got kind of the contest option too, where you can, uh, again, using whatever platforms you want, uh, you can engage people by um, running a giveaway or some kind of, uh, some kind of contest for, uh, who knows, free quotes or something like that. So that people sign up, 
uh, because there's a little bit of an incentive there to uh, to get more information sent your way. So that's kind of the passive side. It's stuff that you kind of put out there and you let it hang out and wait for stuff to come in. Let's talk more active. Um, there's the in-person web form style. Um, the uh, If you have a local sporting event, uh, maybe you've booked some table space at the mall on weekends for a significant month, maybe during the holiday season or rather the holiday shopping season. Um, you, As long as you've got an internet device of some kind, you can collect contact information and make new leads. Um, basically, uh, I even have customers who like to just save their own unique web form in a bookmark on their smartphone. And then whenever they're in the world having a conversation with somebody at the coffee shop or at the grocery store or uh, anywhere they are, if you strike up a conversation and find out somebody needs your services, this is a little bit more effective than a business card. Of course, you can hand them the business card to that person, but if you can manage to grab some contact information from them, you can punch it into your own quick web form that you've bookmarked on your device, and you are um, submitting that person right into your lead management tool so you can get them, uh, you know, get not only their interest level taken down as a note or something like that, but you can just get right on contacting them or working on something for that person. Um, I used to work at a uh, waterproofer in uh, in town in back in Toledo, and we would do um, home shows a lot. And I know that I definitely met some people in like the insurance industry and uh, all kinds of different businesses that would show up at these home shows and have booths. And we used to do the three by five note card thing and just collect people for um, free waterproofing quotes. And this would have been um, a fantastic tool back then. This was like 2003 or four or something like that for me. But the three by five note cards were fine. Um, but there was a big delay there where it came to bringing those cards in from the weekend, getting the data entry plugged in and figured out. Uh, and then getting those numbers and things into our um, into our sales calling room, where something like the web form, it's an instant transfer. If I have an iPad with me, that as long as I've got internet, um, I can just hand that pad to people, and people can punch in their information to sign up for the thing, uh, whatever it is the giveaway that we're working on is, and then. As soon as it's submitted, it goes right into the Blitz account, and it goes right into the hands of whoever I need doing that calling, uh, that's doing that contact work. So uh, the data entry part is kind of something we skipped, or we even put that in the hands of the customers at those points. Um, but that's another great way to, to use that form, especially out in the public. Um, Automation-wise, uh, this is kind of my focus today, is a little bit more advanced than just email signature asks, because we're crafting targeted asks to collect specific data. Um, when you build a workflow on Blitz, which is going to have the sole intention of reaching your customers with emails that specifically say, hey, do you know someone I can help out? It's going to give you the opportunity um, to, on repeat, essentially, reach out to people, put that form in front of them, and make sure that they know that you are interested in helping out their friends and family as well. Um, and hopefully that's going to lead to more uh, connections too. So we can set up a workflow. We have an example on the website that is um, one of our defaults. It specifically says, okay, let's take sold customers, and every three months we'll send them one of a couple different emails to keep it fresh so they're worded a little bit differently. 
but still put that form in front of them and say, hey, we love referrals. Thanks again for working with us, and we'd love to know if anybody else needs some help. Um, that automation is going to, I called it passively active because you build it once and then you just kind of let it run. And uh, it will just keep putting that piece of uh, information, that link to the form in front of people uh, over and over and over again as, uh, as you have that connection with that person. Uh, let's go to my demo account. We're going to build a quick web form um, with just like four questions. Let's ask about a name, a phone, an email, and a favorite summer treat because it is hot out. Um, I'm going to pull up my uh, other window here. So you should be seeing uh, my dashboard here. Now, if you're going to fill out a uh, create a web form from scratch, you're going to go to the administration and web form page. And then you're going to click on the Add New Web Form button. Now, I've made one and kind of filled it out a little bit already. But when you hit Add New Web Form, it's going to bring up this mini window that's got the four tabs across the top of the different stuff we can edit and adjust. And I'll just walk you through what I did here. Um, I made a referral catcher, and I put in parentheses summer. Uh, so maybe we can even use um, specific parts of the year as things that we want to focus on as far as when those leads are coming in. So the summer form I might put out for a certain amount of time and then maybe retire that one later on. Uh, I've got a destination folder right here where that's going to land. That's going to go into a specific folder that I want to drop it in. And the form owner is a field that used to confuse people. We've got a little hover, hover box over here. But basically, this is the person who's going to be using the form the most. M more uh, in line with what actually happens on the system is the form owner is the person whose name is on the initial note that comes in. It'll say, oh, it will say that, you know, I'm, I'm responsible for that first note that came through. Um, these checkboxes here for enable the form and create a new source are very straightforward. The enable toggle here just says, okay, can this form work and accept people's contact info or not? Um, so we want to make sure that's checked. And then the new source option is going to make a source in your system based on the name of that web form. It'll say something like web form dash referral catcher parentheses summer and parentheses. Um, if you want to change up the source for that one, you can later on as well. Um, and then we're going to choose an auto assign group if so this comes in blank uh, when you start the form but i'm going to have it go to my round robin because i assume when those leads come in i want somebody to know about it so we make sure that happens you can either hit the next button to progress or hit the styles button to advance to the styles page and this is where uh, all of that extra detail goes for uh, how you want this page to look you have uh, some color choices for the background of the page and the text as well as the font and the font size that you can make quick adjustments with. You can choose how to align the, um, the text on the fields there, and you can even choose a width of the form. Uh, 400 is a pretty standard number though, but you can grab a little bit more information about that in this little question mark. It's just gonna tell you how much space, how much real estate uh, on the web page that's gonna take up. Header and footer messages are key, in my opinion, on building a form. I like to use the header as a place to remind people that this is something that I wanted them to click on, I'm thankful for it, and I will leave something encouraging there. Like, I'll say, hey, give some instructions, like please submit your referral info to our, you know, whatever drive that we're doing, 
based on this business and give them some reassurance that we'll be in touch soon, you know, kind of letting them know that they're in the right place. Um, footer message, again, it's more text you can plug in at the bottom of the form. Um, and then the confirmation message is just whatever you want it to say once someone hits submit. It starts out as thank you for your submission. Um, I had a little good luck here because I'm going to assume this is a little uh, contest or something that I built this for. Again, when I'm finished with the part of the form, I'm going to go to the select fields section and I'm going to click next to do it for now. And this is where I get to choose what kind of information I want to include. So all of these little check boxes are related to the different Blitz data fields we can collect. So whatever I have checked is what I want to include. In fact, I'm going to say, I'm going to also include custom one here because I want to include a custom question on the system. We've got the name, we've got the phone, we've got the email address, and you can see here um, that the name box is grayed out. The name field is always a required field on Blitz. In order to make a lead, um, it has to at least have a name field and you can move on. We can, however, change how that requirement works with other fields in this configure fields page. And we're going to touch on that in just a second. But first, I've got a little bit of an issue here because custom one is just labeled as custom one. I want to use it in my form, but I want to make a change to the form. So I'm going to hit next, and then I'm going to skip the configure fields page for right now and hit finish because I want to make a quick adjustment to that form. So let's find the form that I had just made. We're going to refresh this page and see where I had put it. What did I call it? Summer something. Here we go. Referral catcher. Summer. I knew I did. Um, so that'll be in your web forms list. And the what I'm going to do to change that custom one field is I'm going to click this little hammer and wrench icon. You can see when I hover over it, it gives us the text folder settings. It's actually going to open the folder that I've got made, the Alex web form folder. It's going to open the settings on that folder that I can adjust with them, and it's going to pop me right into the custom column headings. I'm particularly very proud of this little connection because this was something I had suggested to our development team, and they liked it, and they used it, and I thought that was so cool just to give people, instead of having to go into admin, find the folders, and then find the one you want to edit, you just click this little edit pencil. They just made a little connection there for me. Um, so for custom one, what we're going to plug in is what is your favorite summer treat question mark um you know what and i'm going to put in here uh dessert right there now i think dessert is the one with two s's because if it was one s it would be desert yeah yeah we're gonna we're gonna go logically that way and you're gonna get a little insight into my worry about whether or not i'm spelling anything correctly okay cool so I hit the update custom column headings button to save this part of the form. So now custom one is, is appropriately a cool sentence uh, that I can use. Now, the reason I typed that whole thing out is because I want to play to my audience. And that's going to be one of my tips and my best practices. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. But now that I've saved it with the update custom column headings button, I can close this mini window and I can go back in and edit the form with the edit pencil, go all the way over to select the fields, and I can see that's been adjusted. And I have that question selected. And over here on the configuration tab, this is the last thing I want to touch on the like tutorial section, is um, where you can actually edit permissions and special stuff for this field. Um, if you want to make it required, so you see this little star here. This is telling me that it is a required field. Um, 
I can use the little hammer and wrench icon on other fields to enable that, you know what, phone number is also a required field. You know what, email address, I really want them to submit that too. Summer treat, I'm going to leave that blank. People will probably fill that in because it's cute um, and make it happen that way. Also, if you need to adjust where things land, this is a whole drag and drop scenario. Again, configure the selected fields or reorder them by drag and drop. There's a little note there in case you forget what's going on. I'm going to hit finish. And now we can actually look at that form with this form URL link. It says view form. We can see, okay, cool. There's the nice little easy form we made. Um, here's some directions on what to do. And I can submit that piece of information right into the account. Um, and anybody who has the link to this page, if I touch the top of my screen here, uh, I'll be able to see this is the hyperlink. Um, anybody who has a link to this page, again, this is my job to post it places, put it in emails for the uh, contest, put all that stuff going on. Um, we'll be able to share that anywhere so that whoever links to it, whoever uses it, can plug that piece of information in, submit it, it pops into your Blitz account. Let's see, I just noticed a question come through uh, from Kyle. Hey Kyle, thank you for submitting. Um, the question is, what is the max number of custom fields? Is it 20? Um, so what I'm gonna show off there is yes, at the moment, the max number of custom fields is what we have on Blitz. We have custom one through custom 20 so that you can have 20 separate questions on there. And this is something I've touched on in a couple of other webinars within the last four or five months or so um, where I talked about custom fields and how to adjust those. Kyle, so definitely one recommendation I have for you is maybe take a peek at some of those, um, some of those past webinars. Um, the, but I will, I'll still elaborate and answer a little bit more of your question at the moment too. Um, the custom fields are what I recommend using for information you're trying to track and sort and filter by. So if you're on Blitz and you want to actually filter or sort by a certain piece of information, uh, other than if I go back to default columns, you can see all the different stuff we have on Blitz. And a lot of the default ones are things like name, address, phone number, stuff like that. Um, if you want to sort and filter by it, get it into a custom field. If you don't mind, um, if you don't mind it just holding the information there in your notes, we could do this. Let me edit this form one more time and go into select fields and click this little button that says notes. When I hit notes, it's going to add a little bigger text box on here. I'm going to finish this form and show you again. Now there's a little notes section so people can, can just go nuts and share pieces of information there. In fact, if we go back farther, um, and edit that one more time. The other thing you can do on this page in the configure field section is you can use the little settings button to display a tooltip. So when somebody hovers over this field, please uh, share your life story. We're going to make a little really general option there so that the help text related to that says, please share your life story. So when I look at this form again, when people hover over it, there we go. Boom, it'll give me a little pop-up to give people some instructions on what's going on there. Um, we got another great question about how to make the web forms a multiple choice question, and that is so fantastic. So if I want to, let's use it as my folder as an example. If you want a multiple choice question, like using a dropdown in the web form, 
um, you're going to want to set this up in your folder settings. So again, where I went here is you guys are so like on point with relevant questions right now. I love it. Um, the folder settings button is where I need to make those adjustments. I need to use this area to provide my answers. So let's use favorite summer treat as an option. Um, I'm, I have that labeled in my custom headings. So the name of the field is what's your favorite summer treat. But in the custom column types tab over here, I can then make an adjustment to what kind of information I want to keep in this field. So I can either, I can use the edit pencil to enable these checkboxes, come on, and make it, there we go, uh, and make it either a date required field or a dropdown. I'm going to go ahead and make it a dropdown, and we're going to enter a couple of, uh, couple of options here. I checked that little check mark over here to save the change I just made, and as you can see, there's a little drop down here. It's telling me that there's no values that are currently configured for this section. So I'm going to hit the edit button and go ahead and add a couple values. Now, one recommendation, always leave a blank one, because if you fill out every single option on this drop down choice, it's going to just pick alphabetically the first option for everybody who submits that form, unless they go in and change it. So I'm going to add, uh, now that I've saved a blank one, let's add a couple one. Like, let's add like a Klondike bar, Klondike bar what would you do and we're going to add one more um the red white and blue pops those are what are those called Rock, bomb pops bomb pops i think that's right and we'll do one more just because i'm feeling nostalgic bomb pops reminded me of the um the push-up pops with the sherbet in them oh man i want ice cream today all right so now uh, we've got some options here saved and there's no save button or anything because you did that individually with each one of these. So I'm going to go ahead and close this mini window. You see this drop down has given me some, uh, some more flexibility there. I've got a drop down existing there. When I close this, now when I look at the form, um, that form is labeled as a drop down. So that is a great way to say, oh, I really like Klondike bars. I'd do anything for a Klondike bar. Um, so that is, uh, that's the best way to do that. Very, very good questions. Let's go back to the slideshow and kind of finish it up and see if there's any other questions for everybody. Um, thanks again, Kyle, and thanks again, Kristen, for submitting those because those are fantastic and relevant questions. Um, best practices. My best advice would be to keep it simple. Um, I'd make uh, these kind of recommendations for your forms. I had a great conversation with a client last year, I think, um, somebody who we just really clicked so we could goof around and joke about stuff while we were working on training and things, uh, about how he decided he had to change his web forms on his site because a customer actually called him and told him it was too big of a form. Um, they come, somebody called him and complained. They took the initiative to say, this is too much. I want you to help me, but this is too much work. Uh, luckily he was able to laugh about that because I was already laughing <laughs> as he told me about how that customer was not happy with his form. So keep it simple because you don't want to scare people away. If, um, if it's a referral form, I'm not going to know my friends make and model and year for a car or something like that. And having that question on a form might even scare me away from it. Uh, I'm not saying you can't put a lot of questions on the form or can't put specific questions on the form. I just want to encourage you to consider your target audience for it. And even though you, um, let's see, even though you might be plugging in 
um, instructions in your header message that say like, please fill out everything that you can or whatever, or submit everything you know about these things that people don't like to read. Um, so that is something that you might also want to just be aware of. Um, we are an instant gratification society now. So um, keeping it simple on that point means that you'll hopefully at least get to the point where you can get somebody on the phone or getting a meeting with them and then update the rest of the information you might need. So uh, definitely remember your target audience for that one. And a big other tip would be to make sure to assign those incoming leads. Uh, I mentioned using the round robin when we start the form off, but I definitely, definitely recommend um, making that happen for, for however you choose. Uh, so we've also got some other cool options on the form where you can make an individual assigned group. And this is related kind of to web leads or web form leads on Blitz in general, is if you've got one big assigned group because you like to round robin stuff when it comes into the system, you can use it that way. But I tend to recommend um, if you uh, if you're just trying to get it so whoever's free can answer or whatever can get back to those people, that's great. But let's say that I have my own referral form uh, that I keep on my email signature, and my coworker Brittany has her own referral form that she keeps on her signature, so that those referrals come in from people that we talk to and then assign themselves only to uh, us, respectively. So that way, I know that people who referred their grandma to me to help her out, they they did that because of the kind of service they expect from me. So I'm going to be able to follow up with grandma and and get those you know get those things taken care of. Um, I see another question just came through, Michelle. I'm going to get take care of you in just a second here. I'm going to wrap up with our next steps, and then you're my next question. Um, next steps. If you don't have a web form, uh, I would say it is time to build your first one. This is included on all levels of Blitz. This feature is there. Um, so get on this thing. There's You can only gain from making a web form because it'll take you less than five minutes uh, to build one and then you know plug that web address places using that URL at the top of the web form itself to share it different places. Um, so that is um, really, it's all gains as far as I'm concerned from just getting that out on the web, getting it into an email signature, getting it on your social media campaign, post it on your website so people know that they can reach out to you in XYZ fashion because anyone who submits to it shows up in your lead management tool. Um, if you've played with web forms in the past, check out the new interface, um, the styles option, the ability to make those um, uh, those color-based changes on the form um, might help line that up with the way that your website is already designed or something like that. Um, those kind of changes can make that happen. Also, um, required fields has been something that people have requested for a long time, and that exists now uh, as of uh, several as of a few months ago. So that is another great thing to go and play with um, and giving people those tool tips to be able to know what they're what they're filling out and what they should be doing direction-wise is another great help. I'm not saying they'll always work because we're dealing with the public in most cases and we don't always necessarily read everything we're looking at on forms to fill them out, but it uh, it can't hurt to have those going on. So go play with the new features and get those things cooking. Um, we're going to have a recap and specific notes and links on nowblitz.com slash webinars. That'll be up tomorrow. Um, and I will also be sending an email out to everybody who signed up 
with a recording of this webinar, as well as links to all the relevant spots on the help desk um, within, that, uh, within that webinar's article once, uh, once it's all ready to go out. And if anybody has other questions about today's topic, please punch those into the questions section. I'm gonna make sure to answer. We're gonna get Michelle's answered next here. Um, you can submit questions or what is your favorite summer dessert treat? Because um, I'm curious, because it's so very hot right now. Um, you can uh, submit that stuff into the questions thing. I'll answer whatever you've got and we'll close the presentation afterwards. So thanks again. I'm gonna start answering questions now. Michelle, you wanted to know about leaving a blank option in dropdown. So that means you can't necessarily require the dropdown question to be answered. You know, that's a good one, because I don't totally know. Um, let's, let's do an experiment with that. Let's figure it out. I'm gonna open up my um, settings here, and we're gonna try and see, and we're just gonna see what happens. I'm just curious now. Let's configure those fields and make this a required option. That seems happy there. Um, I'm gonna finish this and review the form. We'll see what happens. We're gonna put in my name is Alex. My phone number is, uh, we're gonna use the office number, 841-8800. Uh, and I don't know why I didn't put in the area code because my head's in a weird place. Um, come on, blitzleadmanager.com. Favorite summer treat. We're gonna leave it blank and see what it does. And we're gonna leave the notes blank because I didn't require my, require that. Submit. Ooh, okay, cool, Michelle. It looks like the blank answer does not count as an answer. So good on you, good question. I just learned a thing. I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say Klondike Bar uh, and submit that way. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, and I just heard the, uh, the sound on my Blitz account go off because it automatically assigned a lead that just came in and handed me that lead. So that's very cool. Um, man, we learned a cool thing today. So yeah, it looks like, yep, boom, new web form lead just showed up. It looks like that's going to work just fine. Um, Andrea, thank you for sharing. Choco Taco is, is Andrea's favorite uh, summer treat. Choco Taco. I watched a YouTube video last week of someone who made a giant Choco Taco. Very funny, very funny YouTube channel. Um, let's see. And there's one other question coming through. Uh, thank you, Mike. Uh, embedding the form. Yes, I mentioned that you can embed the form. Um, so the way that that works is, in fact, let's, let's go this way. I'm going to touch on the help desk here. Um, we're just gonna view the full article uh, through the help desk thing. Also, if anybody didn't see how that is, when you open the little help button, it will give you some suggestions on what the page you're on is. You can type in a question and search something there, You know, search a topic that you're interested in. Uh, but I just clicked on creating a web form. You can either read the article this way or I just click view full size article because I like having it open in a new tab. Um, what I want, is I'm gonna type in embed web form because I believe right here that first article is gonna have it. Yep, here we go. How do I embed my web form on my website? Um, so your instructions for how to do that are right here. All you have to do is find the forms URL and then uh, edit the HTML in your website. If that is a lot for you, that's totally okay. I would get in touch with whoever your um, 
whoever your web designer or web person is who takes care of that stuff. So you can totally embed the form into the site that way, but it might be slightly more advanced. The other way that people would probably share that is under their, come on, is under their email template setup. Um, you could make a new email. Uh, well, you could put this in any email template. And this works in your signature too, is all you have to do is have text that you want to turn into a hyperlink, highlight it, and then use this little insert link button and then paste the form's URL here in the URL section. Uh, and that way, when you save it, that link will turn into a clickable thing to share uh, on, the, on the way out there. Okay, cool, good questions, good questions. Um, so to find my leads from this form, I just have to check the certain folder it's in. Yes, yes you would. Sorry, I need to cough. Thank you for submitting that question, Victoria. Um, where are you going to do to find those forms um, that have been submitted? One, um, like I said, when you have them assigning two people, that's a huge deal so that it's going to notify somebody like it just did me with that little pop-up while I was in Blitz. It also sent me an email that said, hey, you've got a new lead assigned. The other way to find those leads are know which folder you're using, know which um, folder you're plugging it in and or using even the lead source. So I can see that this is my web form source. I'm gonna copy this so it's in my clipboard. Um, but for now, let's go the long, or the, we'll do this a couple of ways. I can go to the folder that the forms are in. I just go up to, nope, here we go. Um, leads, come on, leads by folder. It'll open up my drop down here and I can search for that lead folder there, boom, there it is. Uh, and I can um, see, okay, cool, there's leads that are coming in. That's awesome. The other way to do it is if I search by um, filtering the source, I could do it this way too. Remember I had the source in my in my Dropbox, I'm, or in my clipboard Dropbox. Uh, so I just pasted that source name in here, and I can check this box that says I just want to see those forms and hit filter, and boom, it'll bring up, everything that came in from that form over the option there. Uh, another question from Kristen, can leads go in the Shark Tank so that the first person to assign it to themselves gets it? Yes, they totally can. Um, the way to set that up, let's go back to the web form. Uh, and all we have to do is edit the form so it does not assign. Um, Remember, the main criteria for the way Shark Tank works is if uh, if it's assigned, it's not in the Shark Tank. And if it's unassigned, it's in the Shark Tank if you're running the Shark Tank. If you're not running the Shark Tank, look up Shark Tank in the help desk. It's a really cool feature that um, applies very well to some offices, but maybe not others. Um, so, yeah, that would work totally well, Kristen. Just make sure it's not assigning. And one follow-up tip I'd have for that one is... If you're running Shark Tank, you may already have this running on your system, but everyone can go into their preferences page under their name and check to notify them of all new web form leads in this auto assignment section here. <clears throat> so this all new web form leads button is going to enable um, and let them give everybody a pop-up notification that says, hey, a new web form just came in. So if you're running kind of like um, like a bullpen of a bunch of people in the same uh, scenario who are just chasing down leads in that shark tank, 
this is something that I'd recommend having them all on. So all the computers at the same time go ding, and the first person who gets there uh, gets that lead uh, from the Shark Tank. So that's awesome. Everybody, this has been great. We've had some cool questions. We've had a lot of interaction with people, and the questions have finally stopped coming through. Finally, I don't mean finally in a rude way, <laughs> but uh, I'm excited that people are engaged and, and going to try out this web form. So um, feel free. If anybody's got more questions, I'll stick around for another few seconds here um, until we're done talking. But the main thing I would say is uh, if you need help on anything on Blitz, uh, give us a buzz. We're happy to help out. Check out either the support email, give us a call at the support line, and um, the help desk is another big, big deal uh, that'll get you will get you all the assistance you need. Thanks so much for coming out and uh, engaging on the webinar, but uh, I just noticed that the timer has hit the 40-minute mark, so I'm going to call it and say have a beautiful day and a great rest of the work week. I hope everybody got a nice day off for the 4th of July yesterday.